peeps we're back as always it's lee bent with the aew insider all right the show is going to be semi-quick it's the wwe stomping grounds prediction show and as a little bonus at seven o'clock tonight the wrestling promotion wrestle circus had their pay-per-view and it was awesome so i got some of the winners and results from that also uh, remember, AEW Insider on all major platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, what have you. Hit us up, join our groups. If you need anything, you don't like anything, you want to ask me something, you're looking for something else on the show, let me know. All right, let's get to WWE Stomping Ground results. The pre-show, Tony Nese versus uh, Drew Gulak versus uh, uh, I mean, Kawi Tazawa. Uh, it was for the Cruiserweight Championship belt. As I said yesterday on a prediction show, I was going for Drew Gulak. Uh, it was a great opening match. It had the it had myself and the crowd hyped. A lot, a lot of good spots in it. I enjoyed the match a lot. It was a great way to kick off the show. Now WWE just has to make the momentum last throughout the show. You know what I mean? But in the end, your winner and finally Cruiserweight Champion. I think he might have won before, but if not, it's been so long. If not, finally Cruiserweight Champion. My pick... Drew Gulak, baby. Check out the finish of that match. It was dope. And it's about time. They better give him a lengthy and solid title run. Congratulations, champ. Drew Gulak is the man. Listen to me tonight already. All right, uh, let's get on to the main events. The main show, anyway. We had an opener. Instead of Seth Rollins, like it was the last two pay-per-views, including WrestleMania, we did have Becky Lynch, a.k.a. The Man, Versus Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Championship belt. It was a solid match. It was nothing crazy or anything amazing or out of the normal. Uh, it had its normal spots. And in the end, the man, Becky Lynch, tapped out Lacey for the win. It will be Lacey's time soon enough. Mark my words. It's just too early for her. But that chick is going to be a star, like I said before. It was a throwaway match. It started at the beginning. And it, uh, I'll just skip over that for now. Uh, they premiered a new promo by Ali, the wrestler, Mustafa Ali, and now he goes by Ali, the high flyer who's amazing from uh, 205 Live. Um, I really did not like it, nor did I get it. He did not need it. It was very weird. It's like he's a savior now or some shit. It was stupid and very lame, and thus far, um, I hope they get oh, I hope they get over it, or, you know, just like really get into it more in the next few weeks, because that first one was stupid. And Ali doesn't need a promo. The guy's a star, man. Uh, backstage, they stopped Paul Heyman and asked him if he would be the referee for the Seth Rollins-Corbin match. He said that's stupid. You should be asking if Kofi or Seth is here because my client, Mr. Money in the Bank, Brock Lesnar, is. Ooh. Uh, then Baron Corbin came out of a door. He said some crap, yada, yada. It was throwaway. Uh, after that, we did have Sami Zayn and KO versus the New Day. Yesterday, you know, I went for KO and Zayn. Like I said, some of my picks, I'm going to win. With these uh, picks, I'm not going to win a lot because I always go for the underdogs and the bad guys because I love heels. But uh, right off the bat, uh, KO super kicked Big E right off the ring apron. He hit Xavier Woods with two super kicks in a row and then immediately went for a swanton bottom, bomb off the top rope. You got to see a guy KO side do a swanton bomb. It's crazy. Uh, Woods did kick out in the two count. KO tagged in Sami Zayn. He hit Xavier Woods with another super kick right into Sami's Blue Thunder power bomb. And um, Sami only got a two count. It was a very, very awesome opener. I wish they would have just won real early like 
quick like that. It would have been awesome. Um, KO looked super pissed from the door. You should have just seen his face. They kept beating B Biggie up and leaving him on the outside for most of the match. KO and Sammy pretty much dominated and whooped the New Day's ass. And in the very end, they were victorious with a clean win at that. No cheating. It was a great match and a great win. Congrats to KO and Sammy, baby. The show, they showed a throwaway Alexa Bliss and Nikki cross promo backstage. It was garbage. And then my dog, King Ricochet, took the stage. Next, we had Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. I love them both. And it was for the United States title. Yesterday, you know, I went for Ricochet. Uh, while Ricochet, he does his entrance when he comes to the ring, he'll, flip, he'll bounce off the ropes and do a black flip and back flip and then land like a superhero. But he definitely lost his footing and he almost fell on his face. Uh, definitely catch it if you didn't see it. Um, if you were an avid listener... Since this match was announced, I've been saying it can be the match of the night, yada yada. Well, it wasn't. It was not that bad, but with these two in there, I was expecting something special. In the end, though, your new champ is King Ricochet. I knew my predictions from yesterday were right on, excuse me, yesterday are right on point so far. Uh, we'll check after the pay-per-view and we'll see, you know, how good I really did. But right now, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm three for three, baby. Uh, so yeah, no, no, Becky Lynch, too. I'm four for four right now. Not bad. Uh, but anyway, congratulations to King Rick, man. It was awesome. As he made his way backstage, Ricochet was holding his new belt. He was greeted by a slew of wrestlers. It was Seth Rollins, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hogan, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, Carmella, and Heavy Machinery. They were all giving him hugs, giving him props, what have you. Then my dog Triple H came out out of nowhere and gave him a big hug and a pat on his neck. Like I told you, bro, I told you I wouldn't screw you for Vince calling you up. It was good shit, WWE. And uh, speaking of Heavy Machinery, that's why they were showed, because they were up next. It was Heavy Machinery versus Daniel Bryant and Eric Rowan. As you know, yesterday, well, you don't know. If you listen to my show, you better listen. If not, go back and listen. But I went for Daniel Bryant and Eric Rowan. It was a great effing tag team match. I mean, how can it not be with Daniel Bryan in it? Well, I liked it a lot better than I expected. I liked the team of Bryan and Rowan. I just want to see more of them. They are like Obama yelling, change, 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 but I barely see them. I hope to see more, and I hope they start kicking some ass like they, I mean, continue to kick ass like they've been doing. Uh, the Still Your Smackdown tag team champions, Bryant and Rowan. They announced that Extreme Rules will be next month, July 14th, in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Arena. Um, I'm not going to go to that. Well, my daughter and I are already going to High Intensity 8 and wrestling under the stars with John Moxley, plus a couple other places. But we do love that arena. If you haven't gone to the Wells Fargo Arena in Philadelphia, you got to. We went there to see NXT either this January or last January, and it was a friggin' awesome good time. Alright, anyway, we had next Bailey versus Alexa Bliss for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I went for Bailey yesterday. Not saying I wanted her to win because I love Alexa Bliss, because Bliss is the bomb, but Bailey's going to win, of course. She just got the belt. Uh, Bailey started off hot and aggressive. I don't like when she does that or she acts like she's mean because she really can't pull it off. The match was weak. A lot of botched spots, and in the end, Bliss's new best friend forever, Nikki Cross, lost her the match. Bailey needs to drop the strap already, and there was no Sasha Bank return like I was hoping for. It was very weak. 
After that, they show King Ricochet. Well, I call him King Ricochet. It's Ricochet to you guys. But if you follow him on the independent circuit, whatever, he goes by King Ricochet also because he proved himself in his ring. He used to have a little crown, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, Ricochet was getting a photo shoot done with his new belt. Uh, the club shows up out of nowhere, Gallows and Anderson. They asked to pose with him in the picture. He poses with him. They're all happy. They're asking him to throw up the two sweet sign, the old Bullet Club sign. Ricochet's looking like he's getting all, all, all annoyed and pissy. He won't throw it up. AJ Styles shows up on the side out of nowhere, congratulates him, and says, I'll see you tomorrow. Ooh. See, Ricochet's first title defense going against none other than a phenomenal AJ Styles. So we got to see what happens on Raw tomorrow. Uh, after that, it was another match I was hoping for, and, and it was going to be good. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. You know, I went for Drew. I said he needed this man. He doesn't get this pretty much done. Not really, but out of the, the big, big main event picture. I mean, it's garbage. The guy's a beast, and they keep fucking shitting on him. But anyway, the, great, the match was great as I expected. I can't stand Roman, but I love Drew. Uh, it was a crazy spot when Roman jumped off the top rope to the outside, and Drew barely caught him. He landed a little effed up, but a couple of inches more, and he could have gotten really hurt. In another great spot, Roman went for a drive-by on the outside. Drew sidestepped it, grabbed him by his legs, and he's pulled him over his back and face-planted him right into the announcer's table. It was awesome. Later on, Roman hit, hit him with the spear and went for the pin. Shane pulled the ref's leg and stopped the count. Shane assaulted the ref and Roman. He gave Roman a coast-to-coast -coast from one end of the ring to the other. It was very nice. Drew went for the pin and Roman kicked out. A bit later, uh, Drew went for the Claymore kick. Roman stopped it with a Superman punch. Shane jumped in to help out Drew. Uh, excuse me, Roman threw him right out of the ring. And right after that, he hit Drew with a spear. He got the one, two, three. It was so fucking weak. They can't keep doing this to Drew. He's in the top ten like in the game right now, like literally, and they keep fucking him. I don't get it. It's not looking good for him, though. He should be in the title scene, not Corbin. Anyway, people, we will take a break right now. Like I said, it's the AEW Insider. When we come back, we'll have the rest of the championship results for our stomping grounds and what happened with Wrestle Circus. Remember, the AEW Insider on all major social media platforms. All right, peace. We're back. As always, the bills are paid. Thank you for coming back and tuning in. This is the AEW Insider. Now, back to the championship matches of WWE Stomping Ground. Next up, we had Kofi Kingston versus my dog, Dolph Ziggler, for the WWE World Championship match, and it was held in a steel cage. As you know, I went for my boy, Dolph. Started off fast and furious, like these two should be, should be, should start it off. Uh, they were getting in, trying to get in and out of the cage. They just kept doing those spots at the start of the match. Then they finally got down to business. There was a nasty spot when Kofi swung Dolph into the cage, and Dolph hit like the big metal support bar, and he hit it pretty friggin' hard. In the end, though, the cage door was open, and Dolph literally was about a foot or two away from dropping to the floor. Cody comes out of Kobe, excuse me, Cody, Kobe. Kofi comes out of nowhere and literally jumps between the ropes over Dolph and lands on the floor first and actually retained his title. It was such garbage, but you know Dolph isn't the one who's going to beat him, even though he fucking should be. Dolph's the best. Uh, in between that, they showed Shane, I mean, right after that, in between that and the championship match, they showed Shane McMahon backstage, and he was livid. He said he wants Roman against he and Drew in a two-on-one handicap match. That's going to be awesome. 
Uh, and then it was the final main event with Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin for the WWE Universal title. Uh, Seth Rollins, of course, is going to win. Uh, Seth came out with a chair. He goes after Corbin. And, and before Corbin could announce his guest referee, Seth said whoever it is, he's going to smash him with the chair like he's been doing. Corbin got the mic back, and it was none other than... Lacey Evans. Now, we all thought it was going to be Becky Lynch, blah, blah, blah. It's a little bit of a twist, though, with the whole Becky Lynch theory, but that means Becky Lynch will come out for the save, and it will probably will be that Becky. Uh, it'll probably be Becky and Seth versus Lacey and Corbin at either Extreme Rules or SummerSlam, I bet you. But anyway, Lacey let Baron beat Seth with a chair and cheat. Then it was the long and boring as fuck match. Mostly Baron uh, had Lacey. Lacey had let Baron dominate the whole match. Of course, he had Lacey in his pocket. You know what I mean? He just beat the shit out of him. And then uh, one time he was beating Seth with a chair later in the match, and she was acting like she wasn't looking. Uh, right before that, when they were on the outside, uh, excuse me, right before that, Seth actually got the upper hand because Corbin was beating his ass the whole match. Corbin was outside, he was about to get counted out, and Lacey actually called the ref over and said there's no more countouts. So then later on, uh, what you call it, when Corbin was beating Seth with the chair, Lacey seen it and she wanted him to stop. Instead of doing that, she went to the ref and made it a no DQ, anything goes match. As soon as she said that, you knew the man Becky Lynch was going to fucking come out. As soon as she said that and it was announced by the ring announcer and the ref, the whole crowd just started counting, Becky, Becky, Becky. Uh, me and the crowd could read it like a book. It was super weak. Uh, anyway, Baron went for a pin later, and Becky came out, of course, and attacked, uh, excuse me, Lacey. Uh, Becky gave Seth his opening, and he did retain his title, of course. It was fucking trash. After they celebrated in the ring, Seth and Becky, if Seth couldn't stop smiling, and he and Becky kept hugging whatever, but it looked so, so forced. It did not look like two people in a relationship, or two people who are in a relationship and are uncomfortable doing that. That sucks for their relationship but it just looks super weird. Uh, these pay-per-views are not even close to three hours anymore. I mean, it's garbage when they do the five hours, seven hours, what have you, but the pay-per-views used to be three hours, and they should be. This one ended at two hours and 20 minutes. That was the main event. They have the pre-show, but that doesn't even count. But it was two hours and 20 minutes. It was over by 10.20. I'm not complaining, but it was just surprising at all. I hate to admit it, though. I liked it more than I thought I would. Uh, I did not see the Revival Tag Team match versus the Usos unless I missed it. If I did, let me know. If not, it makes no sense to me since they cut the show fucking short 40 minutes early. They should have just led them on the air. Alright, anyway, we're going to get into Wrestle Circus real quick. If you guys have not seen Wrestle Circus, it is a fucking awesome promotion. I know they're based in Austin, Texas. I don't know if that's where they started from, blah, blah, blah. But it's amazing. Um, tonight they had an event. It was their pay-per-view. It started at 7 o'clock. It was free on Twitch. It was called Big Top Revival. All the stuff they do, like their belts and their things, it has a wrestle thing to it. I mean, a circus thing to it, of course, because it's Wrestle Circus. Uh, it was a really, really good card. I missed some of it, though, because I was covering fucking bullshit stomping ground. But trust me, Wrestle Circus blew WWE the F away. Uh, it started at 7 and didn't get over to after 11 o'clock. Uh, there was a guy named Delaney versus a mystery guest. Didn't see it. Don't know who won. There was um, All Day and Garcia versus Green and Bardot. That Bardot girl who just got released from Impact, she fought. I didn't get to see it. There was a four-way, which looks sick. It was Aerostar versus 
Daga versus Teddy Hart, who is amazing, versus Reed. I gotta go back and see who won that. Now, I do have some winners, at least. I'm just not gonna name them all. Uh, we did have Gentleman Jervis. He's this guy who literally wears, like, this luchador mask, but it's plain, but it's got, like, a mustache on it, like a guy with a hat, like, I don't know, like a gentleman. But his name's Gentleman Jervis. And, I mean, even though he looks goofy as shit, he's awesome in the ring. But he did take on my, take on my dog, Sammy Callahan. Sammy came out as always talking that talk. He told the ref if he freaking stopped the match, he's going to beat his ass because he said it's going to be a massacre. He's going to fucking destroy you, Gentleman Jervis. He also took, grabbed the mic and he told the higher ups in the back at Wrestle Service Circus that if they stop the match, he will cause way more than $2,700 worth of building damage. And that was a dig at MLW, which I covered on last week's, I mean, last episode yesterday. Uh, Jervis was victorious at the end, though, which is bullshit. Uh, they did have a three-way match. It was Xavier versus, uh, uh, excuse me, I think it's Desmond Dunn, yeah. No, excuse me, Desmond Xavier from the Rascals versus Dunn versus Atlas. Uh, it was a fucking awesome match. In the end, uh, Desmond, of course, of the Rascals didn't win. Uh, they also did have Orange Cassidy versus Avalon. Orange came out and the fans ate it up. Uh, it was it was it was insane. If you guys don't know who the fuck Orange Cassidy is, you have to go watch him. He's an acquired taste, but he's more he's more mainstream than you would think. But some people don't like him, but he's amazing. Uh, anyway, after he came out and did his whole little thing, his music hit again, and there was a female coming out who was dressed exactly like him, sunglasses, did all his moves, his mannerisms, what have you. Come to find out, it was the uh, there are two librarians from AEW. There's Peter Avalon the guy that Orange Cassidy is fighting, and then there's also a female librarian named Leva Bates. Well, that's who came dressed up just looking like Orange Cassidy, like his mirror image. It was Leva Bates, AEW's second librarian. It was fucking epic and amazing. Uh, then her and Cassidy stood in the ring face-to-face, and they did a little mirror reflection thing, you know, like puts the hands up, shakes their head, and they kept doing it, mocking each other. Uh, and Orange, uh, excuse me, Peter, uh, Peter came out, of course, and he was pissed off about the whole day. Orange did his amazing gimmick as always. It was sweet. And like I said, if you haven't seen him, you must. But at the end he did pick it up like they were getting it in. Avalon worked his worked excuse me. Avalon did really, really good and at the end he did tap him out. And the whole match Avalon worked his leg. And Cassidy's leg was all screwed up his knee even though it's a work, blah blah blah. But in the end it just took a single lab cra- leg a single leg crab and uh Peter Avalon did beat Orange Cassidy, but definitely go see Orange Cassidy. After that, they had a three-way tag team match. It was for the belts. It was the Rascals of Impact, the Regals, and AEW Signees Private Party. There was an amazing spot in this match, but all the teams kept giving each other the RKO. At the end, one of them didn't know who he was going for. He was just giving them to everybody. He almost got the referee. The referee pushed him off. He gave the wrestler an RKO. Then he did like a side, uh, excuse me, flip, landed on his stomach on the mat and started pounding the fucking mat like he was Randy Orton about to hit somebody with another Viper. The place went fucking insane. It was awesome. But in the end, the Rascals did retain their title but it's so great to see Private Party, man. I seen them last August, like I said, in House of Glory 7 uh, High Intensity, and they're amazing. I'm glad AEW signed them. Those kids got a lot of talent and a long future ahead of them. All right, the main event was for the Wrestle Circus Ringmaster Championship. It was my dog, Scorpio Sky, versus my gal, Tessa Blanchard. 
Tessa already has this, uh, excuse me, the lady in the ring championship. For them, she has their women's version of the championship belt. Uh, she was going for the win. She wants to be Tessa two belts, I guess, by trying to take Scorpio's ringmaster championship and add it to her collection. She's had the female circuit, wrestle circus belt for over 700 days, more than two years. I mean, if you don't know, you all should. Can we stop and talk about Tessa for a moment? I mean, she, she, she's fucking amazing. And she's going to be huge. She already is huge. She's starting to get her dues, but that chick is going to be amazing. Just wait and watch. She's blowing up now, but the sky's the limit for her. And the same thing for Scorpio Sky. Those guys are fucking amazing. Both of them, they're legit. But anyway, they stood face to face. They held their titles in the air. You know what I mean? And then they just got it in. They just kept fighting, fighting. Scorpion had these two guys outside. He doesn't have an AEW and SEU, of course. But they were funny, blah, blah, blah. But they kept trying to get involved, yada, yada. It was insane, man. It was really, really good. Uh, towards the end, uh, uh, Scorpio got hit with the belt. No, no, Tessa, yeah, Scorpio got hit with the belt because his guys tried getting involved, uh, but then he kicked out, and then at the end, Tessa got hit with the belt, and Scorpio kept the title. So, I mean, it really, really was a good match. It's hard to explain. You gotta go see it. Twitch is free. You gotta see the re replay. Wrestle Surf Circus is independent friggin' promotion, which is amazing out of Austin. Just blew WWE away. Like, most of them fucking do any day. It's just ridiculous. It's sad, WWE. I don't know. And this thing was actually, what you call it, uh, th over three hours long, like I said. It started at 7 with no pre-show and then get over to 11. But um, at after Scorpio did beat Tessa, even though Tessa should have beat him, and she did beat his ass, she was in a ring and the whole place just kept shouting for her. She got a standing ovation, which she almost does anytime I've seen her. I've seen her live a couple times. Um, she kicked ass over WrestleMania week. For her, between her and Brian Cage, it has to be close to a tie. Who did more wrestling shows? shows that week because they were all over the place uh out of nowhere though uh showing a little impact wrestling love and carrying their beef over from impact to impact to wrestle circus my dog sammy the draw callahan came out and attacked tessa he piled driver right on her head he held up her belt and he left i love the draw so we got to see what happens on impact friday about that all right guys anyway man i wanted to get this out to you that's the predictions uh, like I said, Stomping Grounds, Stomping Grounds was better than I thought, but it was still was a crap pay-per-view. And Wrestle Circus pay-per-view blew it the fuck away. Definitely check out Wrestle Circus. I don't even know what's wrong with me tonight. I can't even talk. I'm tired. I painted the painting and just doing a lawn, my kid, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. We will be back next Friday, Saturday, next week and sometime. Uh, definitely, because Fighter Fest is next week, so we got to be covering that. So I'll be back before Fighter Fest with my prediction show. Because this is AEW, of course. It's great we get to start covering some AEW events and news. I can't wait for October. But anyway, definitely check out my boys, Jabber Jabber Wrestling Universe. Two Tooth and his crew over there are awesome, especially if you love WWE things. And uh, definitely hit us up and join our groups. WFW Fan Group or AEW Insider Group on Facebook, but definitely join join me or hit me up, ask me questions. It's the AEW Insider on all social media platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, what have you. All right, guys, I'm just rambling on now, so I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, if you need anything, definitely just message me, all right? I'll see you guys in a couple days. You guys be safe, and you have a good work week. Peace.